continue our lesson in abiding in the vine, okay? And the reason why we call it having faith or abiding in the vine, again, because Jesus was using the analogy, and I want to get this little branch here, again, because it is good and dry. I mean, if I took my hand, all of the, oh, there it goes. <laughs> if I take my hand and just, all of these branches, all these little leaves will fall off because they'll wilter. They'll dried up. They're just barely, up. Oh. <laughs> they're just barely holding on. Why? Because the sap that was in it to give it life is just about gone. It's, it's just about out. I mean, it's, 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 it's getting hard. It's getting brittle. I mean, this thing was flexible. Not no more. It's hard. And, and this is what happened to you and I as believers. You could become hard, hardened, insensitive, cold, and unyielding in your soulish man. Why? Because you stop abiding in the truth that's giving you life. This can happen to each, all of us as believers. Now, the difference with this is it has no way of reconnecting. You and I do. Okay? And that's why, that's why Jesus gave the analogy about this branch, uh, Brother Joe. He said, unless you abide in me, you cannot bring forth fruit. Just as this. I mean, there's still little balls on here, but they, you know, they, they don't have no life. They can't bring forth the pedestals of what it was destined to do. Why? Because it's cut off from the life source. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that's the same thing that Jesus used in the analogy with us. Now, we can reconnect because that's what a living sacrifice, Brother George, is all about. A living sacrifice means I can get back on that altar, let the word of God continue to work in me, allow the Holy Spirit to speak through me. Because you can get to a place in your walk that, well, you know, I'm just, I just want to speak what I feel. Well, you know, speaking what you feel is never good. What is my life? Well, not, not really. As a believer, you died to your life. So every day that we live, every, day to, every time we come together, we're coming together, destined to come together to do what? To learn more about the new life that we have inside of us. How to live it out. Amen. How to conduct ourselves in all of our affairs every day as if it was Jesus himself that was speaking. And it should be, it's him speaking through you and I. If we let him. And the way we let him is do what? Put it up there, Casey, uh, verse 4 of, first of John 15. So I think y'all got the analogy about my my little, right? <laughs> so now notice this. He said, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear forth fruit of itself except it does what? Abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. Now let's jump down to verse 7 and 8. Uh, no, verse 8 and 9. Verse 8. Herein is my Father glorified. You hear that? How is he glorified? How, what, what bring glory to the Father? That we what? That we bear much fruit. How much fruit? Much fruit. He's not just looking for a fruit. Much fruit. So that means he's looking for consistency, a consistent abundant supply in your life. Why? Because you are abiding in him and he's abiding in you. So therefore, it's impossible for us to what? Not bring forth much fruit. But you have to expect it. It's not what you do. It's what Christ in you do. It's him living his life in you, out of you, 
you and I, the, the mouthpiece, we're, we're the body. That's what we call the body of Christ. We're the body carrying this anointing, carrying this grace. Amen? So you're allowing him through the word of God to speak through you, using your mouth, using your vocal cord, using your mindset. That's the only way. So that's why Paul said the life that I now live in the flesh, I live how? By the faith, see, of the Son of God. So that means everything that I received from the moment I got born again, I'm actually kicking out old habits, old way of saying things, old way of doing things. I'm actually throwing it away and replacing it with the new because now as I sit in church, as I listen to the tape, you know, I'm still going. <laughs> I forgot this is, you know, this is what it is. I was about to say this is 1990. <laughs> My mind going way back. We used to have the cassette tape. Anybody remember the cassette tape? Oh, yeah. You know, you know, you, <laughs> you used to have the cassette tape. And boy, you, you know, you put the word on and you listen to the word over and over. I mean, you take that bad boy out and flip it off. But then they came out that it automatically turned. Except, but we thought we was, we thought we was hot stuff then, huh? <laughs> but remember, you had to take it out, flip it over, put it back in there, and listen to it again. Boy, that's old, right? I, I guarantee some of them young kids, they wouldn't even, what, what is that? What, what do you do with that? <laughs> but those were the days, amen? But thank God, I love the day too, you know? I mean, you know, today's ter uh, uh, technology, I mean, it makes it so much simpler, it makes it so much easier, but that was the best we had back then. But notice what it done. It's bearing much fruit. Look how far it come along. Well, this is what God is expecting of us. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear how much? Much fruit. So shall ye be my disciple. So now we recognize to be a disciple is to bring forth fruit. Okay, look at verse 9. As the Father has loved me, he said, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my what? Love. It's the love that will bring forth the fruit. It's his love abiding in you that will cause you and I to bring forth fruit. Okay? Now, I've, I've, I've gotten into this segment of abiding in the vine, or you and I are the vine, I mean the branch, and Jesus is the vine, about why tie. So I want you I asked y'all to do a little reading in the 28th chapter of the book of Genesis because we was going to kind of go toward that direction. Or was it Wednesday night? I may have told y'all that. I don't know. But anyway, I want you to go over here with me. And I think let's look over here at Genesis 28. And let's look at probably verse 30. I'm not going to start from the uh, first verse. But let's look over here. I think it's verse 30. Genesis. Huh? In Genesis 22. I mean, Genesis 28 is on how many verses? 22 verses? 28? Wait a minute. Oh, you said the 30th chapter. No. Yeah, 30th chapter. I'm sorry. The 30th chapter. I told you 28, 30th chapter. There we go. Now go back to 18, is it 20? No, go back to verse 19 or 20. Let's see. I'm not good at these. Uh, Okay, it would be uh, verse 26. Start at verse uh, 25. Start at verse 25. 
And it came to pass when Rachel had bore Joseph that Jacob said unto Laban, Send me away that I may go unto my own place, to my own country. Now remember, well, let me just say, and it said, Give me my wives, my children, for whom I have served thee, and let me go. Well, you know, we can't say that in the Western culture, right? They say, Give me my wives. So you know that's not, <laughs> that's not, that's not East, this is not Eastern, that's, that's Eastern culture that did that. But, you know, in, in this Western civilization, the women kill you. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and notice this. He said, for whom I've ser served thee, let me go. For thou knowest my service, which I have done thee. In other words, he used uh, Jacob. Laman did. And the reason why, because the blessing. Remember I talked to y'all a little bit about the blessing? Uh, before we go on, in case we're going to come right back to that verse, but put up uh, Proverbs 10.22. It says the blessing. I want y'all to see it. It's the blessing that make it rich. All right? The blessing of the Lord. It make rich. Notice it said the blessing of the Lord. I can't emphasize that enough. It's, it's, not, it's not your gift. It's not your talent. It's not your smartness. It's not your brilliancy. It said the blessing. If you do, if it is brilliant, if you do have some brilliant, if you do have some talent, you do have some gift, it's because the blessing is on it. It make rich. Hmm? Not you. It's what God put on you. It's what God called you to. It make rich. Rich mean a full supply. Hmm? That's what make rich. The blessing, the empowerment, the anointing, the call, the appointment. What God called you to, whether it be long term or short term, you should see fruit. Remember what he said, herein is my father glorified, John 15, 8, that you may bring forth what? Much fruit. Along the way, you and I are bringing forth, you and I are bringing forth fruit. Till we get to the place that it is much fruit. Right? But you don't, you don't bring forth much fruit overnight. You bring, it's little by little. Okay, now, so he said, the blessing of the Lord, comma, it didn't say the blessing of you. Somebody will say, well, it's my, it's my, you know, I got this in my own power, you know, I, my own meditation. Hmm? My own book reading. My own sense knowledge. You got people that actually live like that. Hmm? But it says the blessing of the Lord. Now that you have this new life in you, that that life has the blessing attached to it. Oh, come on now. That life has the, the empowerment attached to it. And that's why no Christian should live broke. No Christian should live sick. No Christian should live weak, disease, fearful. You and I have a complete salvation. A complete redemption has been made for you and I. Now don't 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 let the words I spoke to you just a moment ago put you in a place that, well, you know, well, I am broke. Physically, you may be you may be not having all that you, but from a spiritual perspective, it's already there. I'm trying to get you to bring your thinking up to the blessing. See, you and I can stay broke, you can stay sick, disease, you can stay living in fear if you don't connect the blessing. 
the part that empowers. I mean, look, there is a, what is that? A speaker. I don't know should I do that, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's power. I cut it off. The only power coming out is that speaker there. The power, the blessing, the empowerment to amplify my voice is in that speaker. Hmm? I'll cut the other one off just for a moment. Sometimes you got to do things by illustration for you to see. Now, what do you hear? You just hear my voice. It's not amplifying. People on Facebook probably can barely hear what I'm saying. Right? But it has, it's been in power. It's endued to amplify this voice that many, hundreds, thousands can hear. Right? That's what's in you. Now, watch what happened. When I see this speaker by itself, meanwhile, this thing is pointless until I put that speaker on. Now you can hear, right? Now I come over here and notice boom, the purpose of the headphone. The purpose of the speaker is so that you could hear. See, see, the empowerment is in that thing to amplify this voice. What the blessing. The empowerment is in you, on you, so that others can get what you got. They can receive the same God the same goodness of the same God that you and I live by. But if you don't change your mindset. See, you're thinking, I got to get the money. I, you know, you're thinking, I got to do all this exercise. I got to do all this eating right to get the help. That's the physical side. There are many people that are much healthier than I am, but without Christ, and they drop like flies. Hmm? There is a physical side and there is a spiritual side. You put them both together kind of like, uh, like salt. You have sodium and chloride. Right? Any one of them you digest apart, it can kill you. But you bring both components together. We use it to season our food called salt. Can y'all see that? But you got to have them both. Same thing about the word. You have the word and you have the spirit. You can't have the word. You have the word by itself. You just dry up. You have the spirit by itself. You just blow up. You bring them both together. And empowerment. You follow what I'm saying? That's what each of us in this room and those that are listening by Facebook or by podcast, if, when they get it, all of us are empowered by God. The question is, will you take the time and ask him, Lord, what is the fullness of my purpose on this earth? Your purpose may not be... Well, I guarantee it's not going to be like everyone else. But I can guarantee this. Your purpose is filled with wealth. Your purpose is filled with health. Your purpose is filled with his protection. Casey read the scriptures about God's protective plan. You and I, Ephesians 6, 10 through 17, talk about putting on the whole armor of God. You have that armor. Those protective gear is, is at work in you, but they're activated through that blessing, through that empowerment. Words have to be spoken. 
If words are not spoken, then the Spirit of God cannot take what is said and begin to create. Did you hear that? Until words are spoken, the Spirit of God cannot take anything until it is spoken. Words create. And that's why the enemy put enough pressure on your mindset through this natural to do what? To get you to think in the natural. To think in the realm of the supernatural so that the blessing on your life can be activated. You got to think in the light of the word. Now I'm getting ready to show you something. And if you don't think in the light of the of, of whose you are, then I'm telling you, I don't care whatever little idea, whatever little winning adventure, whatever you think that you can bring, well, this and that and all that hard work and all that effort, that's a bunch of bunk. God created the wealth. God created the health. God created all these things so that you and I can do what? Can represent him. Not to represent you. Right? Okay. Now, so what make us rich? The blessing. The blessing. It's the blessing of the Lord. It's not the blessing of your idea. It's not the blessing of this or that. The blessing of the Lord. If you get away from that and not recognize it's the blessing of the Lord, I'm telling you, it's not going to go very far. Even if you are fruitful with it, the sorrow you will have with it, the headaches you will have with it. Hmm? Why? Because you don't understand. You don't know why you're doing what you're doing. You don't understand. It's a bigger, this thing is bigger than you. It's God's purpose that is at stake. Not your personal agenda. Not you keeping up with the Joneses. Not you moving in a certain elite neighborhood. Not that I'm against none of that. But it's not your, it's not who you who you live next door to. It's not who you live down the street from. Hmm? Or we say, boy, when I grow up, I'm gonna be just like, no, you're not, you can't. No. When I grow up, you know, my spirit is growing, but when I grow up with my soul, get my thinking straight, I'll be just like Jesus. One third of me is like Jesus now. Hmm? So it is the blessing of the Lord for what purpose? So that, notice this, so that people can see the goodness of God. You and I, probably the only Bible that some people are going to ever know. If they can't see it in you, why tell me about it? Huh? If they can't see it in us, why tell someone else about it? I don't want to get to heaven. I know I'm going. Already know that. But I don't want to get to heaven and then see this big warehouse with everything God had in store for me and I did not walk in one-third of it. Because I was chasing someone else's dream. I was chasing someone else's word. Again, your prosperity is not based on what you do. Your prosperity is based on what you believe and what he called you to do. That's a great difference. The blessing of the Lord, it make it 
rich. It said it. Huh? What make what make what make rich? The blessing, the empowerment. Huh? The thing that you've been called for, whether it's seasonal or whether it's a permanent fix, it's the blessing of the Lord that's upon your life and it make rich. It'll gather it in. So what would be my assignment, your assignment? Lord, show me your purpose. Now once you begin to see it, don't just think that all of a sudden overnight, okay, I, I'm, I'm walking in God's purpose. This is what you're going to have to have. Okay, Casey, Genesis 8, 22. This is what you're going to have to have. While the earth remain, is the earth still here? Hmm? I don't care what part of the earth you're on. You could be in Africa. You could be in Afghanistan. You could be in Iraq. You could be where? What's another place out there? Huh? Asia, China, Japan, Australia, right? France. I don't care. You could be in the most, Brother Joe, you could be in the most dire place that look like there's nothing out here. And if someone gave you the opportunity to say, Choose the place where you want to make something happen. This right here has absolutely nothing. I mean nothing going for it. Ain't nothing to it. That's what it look like. But over here, man, oh yeah, I can make something happen over here. Huh? You see everything that's going on, things involving and etc. Here's the problem. We take what we see physically and then we begin to think that I can put my talent over here and I can bring this happen, make this happen. But over here, you see, there is nothing firing off in your imagination. There's nothing firing off in your imagination over here. You're just taking what you can see. See, over here, it's going to put you in a place where you got to think. It's going to put you in a place where you got to get quiet. It's going to put you in a place where you got to hear from God. How many understand what I'm saying? Hmm? Over here, I don't have to hear from God as much. Got all the convenience, got all the... So when we, he said, while the earth remaineth, don't make a difference what part of the earth. Just make sure that God called you to that part of the earth. Hmm? It don't make a difference where you are. Is that poverty in the earth? Yep. But it's only poverty. The only reason why poverty is there is because why? There is no one there extracting the prosperity or the wealth that's already there. Poverty is an absence of prosperity. Meaning, it's an absence of understanding who you are. Or it's an absence of understanding what's on you. Because we got plenty of people living in America. There's still some areas that's poverty stricken. Why? It's an absence of the blessing. Hmm? In America. So don't give me that talking about, you know, if I lived in, you know, 
in Africa. I don't want to live in Africa. I don't want to live in Asia. I don't want to live in China. I don't want to live in none of these remote areas or whatever, this and that, blah, 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 blah. While the earth remain. Yeah. Huh? While what remain? The earth. He said, seed, time, and harvest. Notice he said, seed, time, and harvest, cold, heat, summer, winter, day, night, shall not cease. The season is getting ready to change for you and I right now. We're going from summer to fall. We had a couple of nights of tremendous thunderstorms. Blew all my plants in my pot over. I didn't know that. I was asleep. I had to take authority. I got to take authority. And the next time, they, don't you turn my pots over. See some of y'all come on past. Yeah. It don't have to turn your pot over. The wind come, let it pass over. What Jesus did with the wind when it was a storm. He gave the disciples the authority. But what did the disciples do? They ran to Jesus. Master, carry thou not that we perish? They didn't do nothing with the authority that Jesus gave them. That's the same thing right here. We have the blessing of God in our life, and some of us not doing anything, half of anything about what God has put in our life. I'm just one person. I don't know the Bible like you know it. Hmm? I don't know all the scriptures like you know. There you go again, comparing yourself with somebody else. God ain't expecting you and I to know what everybody, what each other know. Because whatever we don't know, he'll show us. He'll lead us. It's not how much, how many scriptures you know. Are you willing to allow the Holy Spirit to do what? To emphasize, you know, to, to well, how do you say that? To, to, yeah, to dwell in your life and begin to guide you or navigate your life in the way that the Father has already destined. Or will you be a goat? You just won't buck. <laughs> hmm? No. You have to allow him to lead you. It takes time for him to lead you. For you and I to do what? To yield to that. So number one, I don't care where you are on earth. He said, as long as the earth remains, See time. Now, he's using natural elements to show you what takes place in this physical world. And again, we're changing right now from one season to another season. Right? Why? Because God said it. Hmm? It's amazing how people want to change the Bible. They want a new Bible. They want an updated Bible. And this is still working right here. We, we got problem working. Just We don't even know a quarter of it. Hmm? While the earth remaineth, seed time. So that means I got to have a seed. If purpose is going to be activated in your life, you have to have a seed. The seed is the word. You don't have the word of God. How can you activate anything? Hmm? Got to have the word. When you have the word of God, now 
according to what the seed is, you know, is for. If it's for healing, then guess what? I don't need to sow no money for no healing. Hmm? No. What I need, what I need for healing. I need to find the scriptures on healing and I need to become a doer of that scripture. Hmm? Look. When God told Moses, let's see. Genesis, not Genesis, Exodus 3. Look at, start at verse 8. Exodus. When God is talking to Moses about how he's seen the, uh, look what he's saying. I've come down. Who, who come down? Notice he didn't tell Moses. No, I've come down. But I'm going to use you to deliver them, to bring them out. That's what God needs. God needs a person, a seed, a body to do what? To bring people out. If you keep living like you living, if you keep speaking like you speak, and you wonder why your neighbors say, oh, they're just a fanatic with no fruit. Oh, they go to church all the time, girl. And you can look at it, it, it you can look and say, huh? Well, wonder why Bobby ain't going to church today. By this time, he'd be gone. But he always broke. That's time he could be using for a part-time job somewhere. You're not, that's how the natural mind thinks, right? Are y'all beginning to see what I'm saying here? God needs a body. Your body is the seed that God wants to use. But it's not to such thing say, well, Lord, you know, uh, you need somebody to go here, I'll do this. No, 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 no. God got plenty of somebodies. I want to be where God wants me to be. I want to do what God needs me to do. Hmm? And that's it. I've come down. Not your mama. <laughs> you know, you know what mama used to tell you, boy, if I got to come to school, oh, Jesus. You know your daddy ain't coming, but that's a good, boy, that's, that's old-fashioned when you get home, though. Oh, Jesus. I've come down to deliver them out of the hand of what? The Egyptians. They've been in bondage for a long time. And to bring them up out of that land unto a good land. Who's going to do that? What do we do? We work all our days trying to find the best job. Try to find the best top dollar. Why? Because I want to get that house. I want to drive that car. Hmm? I want me some new hair. <laughs> oh, y'all see what I'm saying? All those things. There ain't nothing wrong with none of that. But you're doing it for the wrong reason. He said, I've come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptian. The Egyptian is a type of the world. Jesus has already come down and delivered you and I from the Egyptian or from Satan, from his co-hosts, demons. 
Hmm? Many that are not born again don't know this. That's why you're saved. That's why I'm saved. To bring them out of the world. It's how you live. It's how you conduct yourself. It's when you open your mouth, people know. Oh, child, if he said it, it's going to happen. If she laid hands on you, oh, you heal. The world don't see much of that. They see us trying to do everything that they do. Why would they believe us? Why would they be convinced of us? What would make them follow us? When we have no fruit. Remember in John 15, 8? Herein is my Father glorified. How is the Father glorified? By you bringing what? Much fruit. He's not asking you to go out there bang your head up against the wall. He's not asking you to wear yourself thin. He's not asking you to become filled with stress and sorrow to bring something to pass, to make something happen. He's saying, no, I've come down. It's for me to show you what's in my hand. I put my blessing on you so that it will be attractive to you. The blessing is an attractiveness, an attraction. It attracts like magnet to metal. Hmm? God is letting you and I know. It's what I spoke to you. It's what I placed upon you. It'll work effortless on your part. Because it already has it in it. See, y'all don't really believe that. Well, let me prove it to you. You're doing something that's so vital right now. And you're not even acknowledging it. You're inhaling and exhaling at the same time. Without struggle. See, now your mind thinking about it. But you sit there just as comfortable. Breathing in, breathing out. Without struggle. Why? Because God breathed into man the breath of life. You think God's sitting up there All right now? Breathe, Zach. Breathe. <laughs> no. Since you said it, it makes me more See? No, see, but you see how you, see, you know where that come from? That come from that fallen identity of the old nature that left behind a residue or a software called an unrenewed mindset. That's why we struggle. So when we hear truths about what I'm saying at the moment, your mind kind of like, oh, I wish you'd just get on something else. Child, I can't wait. Y'all let me know when Pastor get to talking about that. Or, you know, to let me know when he changed the subject. <laughs> Why? Because you see, you can't conceive it. You can't see it. See, your natural mind is filled with what I have to do myself. I got to educate myself. I got to go to school for this. I got to go make this paper. Everything is I. And Jesus said, I mean, God said, I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptian and to bring them out, up out of that land. And that's what God is doing with you and I, bringing us up out of that land that's filled with poverty, that's filled with all manner of whatever. I'm not talking about the place where you live geographically right now. I'm talking about your mindset. 
You can move in a four, five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollar house, but still got the mindset of a hundred fifty thousand dollar house. Cut them lights off now, Cher. You can't be concerned about no life when you live in a house that is hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? Mm -mm. You can't be concerned about no electrical bill, no light bill, no water bill. That, that, that can't even be on your mind. But that's what our mindset goes to. You don't understand the blessing of the Lord. When God gives you something, it goes, it comes sweatless. Now you have to work with effort in learning these truths to get over that because the mindset that we had from the first Adam, it wants to hold us as a hostage. It don't want you to excel. It don't want you to get to the other side. Hmm? I'm just trying to show you this is God's original intent. Does God want us to work? Yeah. Work is good for us. Keep you out of trouble. Keep you from being a busybody. You know what I mean by a busybody? You and everybody business. Huh? Look, I'm going to close with this. Bring you out, bring you up out into a good land, a large unto a land flowing with milk and honey. Whatever, whatever that milk and honey to you is. My wife wants fig trees. I want pecan trees. That's, that's a land filled with milk and honey. Now, for you, it might be something else. Oh, I don't want no yellow. I don't want no grass cut. Well, that might be milk and honey to you. Sad. But that might be... <laughs> no, some people don't want no grass. Right? That's why God made all this different. That's, that's preference. I mean, I, I, I like the uh, acre of land so I could get on, on my ride mower and just be me and the Lord. And bless the Lord. So I bless the Lord sitting down in my chair. What? Everybody's different. Can y'all see that? But your prosperity is not based on what someone else Your prosperity is based on how God has already designed you. A person that don't like much grass in you, God made you that way. Ain't no need to trying to make that person feel that make that person feel bad. What's the matter with you? No grass. Nothing wrong with them. That's just not how they bring. That's just not how they wire. So leave them alone. Amen. And and, and notice this. He said. A land flow with milk and honey unto a place of the Canaanites, Hittites, all them ites. You see that? All that. All them were, were folks that just demonic. Idol worshipers. God said, I'm going to take that land, I'm going to give it to you. God is still giving land to you and I today. You just don't understand it. Hmm? I'm telling you, man, you go, Brother Joe, you, you see a wealthy man's little child, they all cripple up and can't, and you just pass by and just smile and just say, hey, and that little girl just start trying to respond and get to you. What is she doing that for you, to you for? She has nothing in her make her do that. But you have something on you that's attractive. It's called the blessing. It's called health. And she recognizes it. And child, you reach your hand out. And that child grabs your hand 
And what's in you flows through her because he got to make contact with you. Flows through her hand and her body, her bone, everything. This wealthy man got 500 acres of the best property. Don't sell it to nobody. But he make available to you how much property you want. I give you 150 acres of the best. You choose it. What is he doing? That blessing empowered him. Could that man, all his money, could never undo what's taking place in his daughter. I don't want you to start looking at yourself the way you've been looking at yourself anymore. You're seeing yourself through the lenses of you rather than seeing yourself through the lenses of whose you are. And I know that your mind going to fight you. But until you begin to start speaking in the language of who you are, you see what God said? I'm come down. Go to the next verse, Casey. I got a couple more verses in my stuff. And now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come unto me, and I have also seen the oppression. Where would the Egyptian oppress them? God sees the oppression. But now, notice this. He don't see it no more. He sees your freedom, your redemption that is in Christ. The Holy Spirit is activated trying to get you to do what? To see yourself in the how Christ himself was oppressed for you and he opened not his mouth for your and my sake. I'm not going to ever walk around oppressed. Didn't say I didn't have opportunity to be. I'm not going to let it. Not going to let it happen. Amen? All right. I'm going to have to stop right here. Uh, I'm pick this up again Wednesday. But I need you to see when we talk about why tithe, this is it. The blessing of the Lord is on you. But you don't see yourself as you don't see yourself with you only you only think that what I maybe what I got on, maybe what I'm driving. You think that's a blessing. That's not, that's the effect of the benefit. Of the blessing. The blessing is not a house. It's not a car. The blessing is the empowerment. It's the hand of the Lord. That's what I've come down. So that you don't have to try. Hmm? You should never be afraid of no type of COVID. No type of diabetes, no type of high blood pressure, no type of this or that. You should not have no fear of none of that garbage. I'm redeemed. I've been purchased. The word redeem me. I've been purchased, bought back by the blood of the lamb and set free when he was raised from the dead, when his spirit was raised out of hell three days, being there with the, uh, in the forces of hell itself, and the Holy Spirit came and got him, all of a sudden, when Jesus was raised, so were I. I wasn't there vitally, but I was there legally because he became my substitute, your substitute. Are you going to see yourself as the victim? Or are you going to start speaking like the victor? It's going to sound a little strange to you when you first, you know, when you start doing it in every area of your life. 
Because the first thing the devil going to say, you just lie, y'all. going to stand up there and let that little man tell y'all all that. How you know? This is the message of grace that Satan don't want the church to know. See, we've been trying to do too much on our own. And I applaud you for your own effort, but you're going about it the wrong way. I want you to get to the place where you can trust God and God alone. You're never too old for God to move through you. No. No. Never. I love you with all that's God put in me for you. And the Father loves you even more. I want you to know that it's the love of God that's shed abroad in your heart. It's his love. It's why he's willing to do what he wants to do for you. It's because he loves you. I mean, he loved you. He loved God. Love him some Bobby. Huh? Yeah. God loved him some Sister Pat. He loved him. Oh, he loved him. Why? That's it. Because he want what's on him, what's in, he want you to be walking in the same glory that he is. That glory is not no spooky thing, you know, I see the cloud, God. No, the glory is the manifested presence of God's goodness in your life. It has to be seen. It has to be evident. It's evident I walk in divine health. Because of God. It's evident that we walk in God's divine protection. It's evident we walk in God's divine peace. It's evident that we have his prosperity. That's what he wants. Yeah, yeah. So as you give this morning, I want you to give out of a heart. I want you giving to be to the place that you're so thankful. You're grateful. I mean, I want you to reach in your pocket. I don't want you to just pocket. I want you to really give to God. I mean, like you're thankful. Because that's where you're going to see the hand of God manifest. Why? Because he can trust you. You're saying you're so appreciative that you don't have, if you look at TV enough, you, you hear what they say about, what they call it, RV something, respiratory, I call it a lie from the demon, everybody over 50 got it, blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm well over 50 and I'm not thinking about no, having no respiratory problem. They want to instill fear into you to make you think. Well, I'm over 50. I'm 60 years old. Man, I tell you what, my breathing is getting kind of, you better stop all that and tell your, tell your thyroid, your respiratory system, get in line. I am the redeemed of the Lord. Respiratory, you've been redeemed. You've been released. Air flow through my lungs freely without restriction. This little watch on my arm will tell me how much air can, is flowing through me, my body. I don't need it for that. I use it to run, but it tells you all that little stuff. And mine is always 96, sometimes it's 100. But I don't need that to tell me that. I have the word of my redeemer that guarantees me that I got good airflow. 
And just because I'm over 60, now I'm not going to get attacked. It's not going to happen. It's not going to come up on me. Not because of me. See, that, that sounds like that's both. That's not because of, it's because someone paid the price already for my deliverance. My immune system is strong. It pushed away sickness and disease. It pushed away colds. It pushed away sinus like you would not believe. All you need is a good bucket of church's fried chicken. You've now nah, just kidding. <laughs> I'm done. Y'all know I'm done, huh? <laughs> My UPS friend, he'd be listening to me on podcast. He'd stop me. He looked me in the face. You got to know him. He said, brother, he might be listening to me right now. Man of God. That, that, that's just how he act here. You start talking about that chicken, that fried chicken. I get that church's chicken. I get in a place by myself. I look around. Man, I devour that thing, that brother. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I mean, he's a blessing to me, I tell you what. Did y'all learn anything today? Yes. 